Hello and welcome to episode 29 of Espresso Babe and joining me as ever, his warning label says not suitable for the young, the very elderly or people with a nervous disposition, it's Callum. Welcome everyone and thank you again for having me here today Lee. (laughs) (laughs) So we are recording a little bit late this week and that would be because a certain idiot gave himself heat stroke earlier this week. I did, yes. It was very enjoyable. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was painful. It doubly wasn't for me. No. I mean, to your credit, you kind of turned up sort of on time. We'd have had time to hit the gym, just about. Yeah. Though I think that would have been a stretch in this kind of heat anyway. Just a wee bit, yeah. And in time to have done the podcast. Yeah. The problem was, you dropped off your car to get it fixed, had a couple of drinks in the sunshine... Yeah, I did. In true British fashion, going, oh, it's a hot day, let's go out and enjoy it. Yep. And sat in about 40 degrees. (laughs) I did. For about four hours. And you turned up at my flat. Yep. And immediately threw up. I did, I literally needed a toilet. Why? I don't know, I'm going to throw up. And you were were borderline cat. I was genuinely kind of worried I would need to call the ambulance for you. (laughs) Yeah, I just sat on your couch and just died, basically, for 20 minutes. Yeah, we had to bring your body temperature down and just try and keep you okay for a little... You're okay? He's all right. He's no more damaged than he was before last week. Mm. But for the sake of um, for the sake of everyone listening, I hope you all kept yourself safe in that heat and didn't just sit out in it <laughs> like an absolute lemon for four hours and make yourselves ill, because when it gets too hot, we're not used to it here. We're we not. don't know how to cope with it. As my dear co-host, I say that with as scathingly as possible right now. You did, yes. As my uh, dear co-host has kindly demonstrated. And our houses aren't built for it either. No, you're correct. Our houses are... Um, They're all insulated. They keep heat in, so when the heat gets in, you're screwed. Our houses are designed to try and keep us warm in the winter, because traditionally we get quite cold winters and not horribly warm summers. Mm. So, yes, our houses are designed to deal with the cold. Even our streets are designed to deal with the cold. Yeah. We're not really built for heat in this country. Now our tarmac's start melting. <laughs> yeah. So it's been fairly obnoxious in terms of temperature over the last week or so, but mm. we've got through it, I hope. I hope that's going to be as bad as it's going to get. I hope so. I'm not ready for another heat wave like that. No, I don't really want to do that again. That was awful. It was. <laughs> However, we got through it. We are recording. I'll be a bit late. Normal service in terms of living will be resumed by the next one, so sorry for having missed one, but Callum was slightly dying. I was. But yeah, normal service will be resumed next Tuesday. So, now you've finished dying of heat stroke, Callum, how are you doing? I'm actually doing alright. It's been a pretty long week, but I'm glad it's over. Looking forward to my two days off. Yes, absolutely. You get two days off. Uh, yeah. I have work tomorrow. You do. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with the routine, because we missed Tuesday, we are recording Sunday night. Mm. No, Monday morning now, technically. Yeah, Monday morning, yeah. Brilliant. Exactly. But I'm glad to hear you're all good, sir. Yes, I'm doing all good. Not much to report. Oh, no, that's a lie. I went to the casino, didn't I? You did go to the casino. Disclaimer, we're not advocating gambling, and if you do gamble, please gamble responsibly. If you're having any trouble with gambling, visit gambleaware.org. Exactly. Only gamble what you can afford to lose. Absolutely. But, yeah, I I did win a bit of money. The only reason I was up there, because I was seeing my friend who was down. Your friend who has been co-tick-tocking, well, with you. TikTok hosting, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say with us, but I haven't been involved. Yeah. You've been TikToking on our TikTok without me, which is fine. There's no, no issue with yes. that. 
But yeah, she came down to uh, Norfolk. She did. So I thought, oh well, she's asleep because she had a long drive and gone to sleep. So she was napping at like 10 o'clock. I thought, okay, I'll go to the casino. I've got 100 pounds. I don't care if I lose it. I just want to go there, have a good, a, a good time and, and I came out winning, which was a surprise. Yeah, nicely done. Mm. So yeah, but then yeah, it's a good week. What about you, sir? How are you doing? And you won £700 and therefore your mother thought you were dealing drugs. She did, yes. My mother thought I was a drug dealer because I had £800 in cash in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Which was rather ironic. And she swiftly took that to put in my savings. So thank you, mother, for that. It's not like I wanted to go to Spain for a few days and just enjoy my life. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so a good day for you, a good week for you all around, I suppose. Yeah. What about you, sir? How are you? I'm very well, thank you, mate. It's been, as you say, it's been a busy week. I've been, as you know, I haven't announced it to our podcasters. Podcastees. Podcastees, yeah. Podcastees. Given the way that I speak, it may not come as a surprise to some of you. I have been studying in my spare time uh, English language and literature. It's been an interesting challenge, studying whilst working two jobs, but I've persevered and I've come up with a 2-1, which I'm fairly happy with. Yeah, that's very good, sir. And you never... Forget to comment when I do bad gramming mistakes. Gramming? <laughs> I never do bad gramming mistakes. My gramming is on point. <laughs> yes, all of that gramming. Love some gramming. <laughs> Would you like to try that again? Yes. Sir? You never seem to refrain from telling me whether I've made a grammatical error in anything I do. <laughs> This is very true, and oh my god, I would giggle less if you hadn't made a grammatical error trying to say grammatical error. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't really grammatical, I suppose, lexical more, but still, it works. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I know I could have done better if I'd just been studying full-time, but I wasn't prepared to put my life on hold. I've been studying part-time, and I've come out quite nicely, so I was happy with that. Aside from that, not too much. There was, There is something I've been reading of late that I thought was vaguely interesting that I'll share, that I'll share with you in a few moments, but I think before we do... We'd better get on to our riddle answers. Yes, we should. So, um, remind us of what your riddle was last week, Callum. So, my riddle was, for everyone else, just remind them, without fingers I point, without arms I strike, without feet I run, what am I? I think I said a clock. You did. Would you like to keep that as your answer? I mean, it's too late, I've answered. I can't change it. Okay, and you would be correct, sir. It I was correct. a clock. I was doubtful. I don't get the without feet I run. No, I don't get that either. But I guess it's That was the one that really threw doubt in my mind. My way of time? Well, I don't really know, but yes. Yeah, I, suppose I suppose it runs with clockwork and stuff. Yeah. Clockwork runs. Yeah. And just for everyone else listening at home, or wherever they're at, what was your riddle, sir? You have escaped from a prison, Mr. Callum. There are, again, there are a great many reasons that Mr. Callum could be in prison, but we shall not go into those. Uh, no. <laughs> there are many, many reasons I'd imprison you anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Upon escaping, you come across two doors covered by two guards. You need to decide which door to go through. One guard always tells the truth. One guard always lies. One door leads to salvation, the other to death. What do you ask them? <laughs> Sorry, I'm giggling because I'm remembering your answer. And it was literally like, which door has certain death behind it? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was trying to explain it. I realise that now that it's wrong. It was, I'm going to be honest, buddy, it was entirely wrong and it was the most convoluted way of answering in the entire world. Because I was trying to, in my head, I had it. I was like, no, because then they would point at the door and then you'd find out who it was. Then I was no, because then it just contradicts the thing. Cause yeah, yeah, you'd the still. The person who has the door could be saying, yeah, it's my door and you think it's lying, so you wouldn't know. Yeah, you still actually wouldn't have been able to know which was which. Yeah. Would you like the answer? Yes, please. So the answer is, to know which door to go through, you ask either guard. If I asked the other guard what was behind their door, what would they tell me? And you know the answer is going to be a lie. Because the lying guard will lie about the truth the truthful guard would say. The truthful guard will be honest about the lie the lying guard would have said. So you can do the opposite of what they tell you to do. Ah, okay. So if you said, if the other guard said... Oh, that they'll say, go through my door, it's safe. You know that's a lie. Yeah. And vice versa. Uh, okay, because the, the one I, I hoped you were saying when you said this, when you come to two people and you say, one person is from a village of lies and one person is from the village of truth and you've got to go back to the village of truth and you've got to find out how. It's the same story. Mm, but it's a completely different... You just say to the... Um, you just say to the people, take me to your village. Because if it's the liar, he's going to take you to the truth person. If it's the truth person, he's going to take you to a truthful one. Yeah, that's not the real liar. So, yeah, no, that's why I was trying to get out with the... Oh, wait, <coughs> I've ruined it. The emphasis I was putting in my hand movements. Why am I hand you moving really now? No one can see me. Yeah, you really, really got into it and it made no sense and was wrong, unfortunately. And I was getting really excited. Like, yeah, I beat you, Lee, I've got it. So, if I'm correct, sir, that's four points to you. And three and a bit to me, yes. Which puts me back ahead, sir. Which is really sad, because I was telling Charlie and Joe at work that I was the, I was the riddle master, and now I've lost riddle mastery. Out of curiosity, Callum. Yes, sir. I'm going to ask you this, because it's, again, it's an old riddle. Do you know the story of the man of St. Ives? No. No? No, I don't. So, it's perfectly simple, sir. I'm going, again, I'm going with a, with a classic. I'm not looking up a new one, which I could do, but I'm not going to. Yeah. And it goes as follows. As I was going to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. <laughs> There's your rhyme. Mormon. Each, each wife had seven children. Each child, seven cats. Each cat, seven kittens. Yeah. My question is this. How many people were going to St. Ives? Okay. You can give your answer at the end of the podcast. I'm, I'm yeah. all about that. I'm all about it. Mull it over, and I'll get back to you at the end, sir. Okay, your riddle, if you would, please, Caleb. That was really bloody confusing, mate. I was trying to, I was trying to add up everything as I went along. I was like, nah, it's not that. Okay, this is my one. I take you by night. <laughs> you <f-ed> down. <laughs> by <laughs> by day, take you back. None suffer to have me. But do for my lack. What am I? I take you by night, but day take you back. None suffer to have me. Yeah. But do for my lack. What am I? Okay. And again, I will give you my answer at the end of the podcast. If you think you know what it is, we're not living on TikTok today because it's like 1am Monday morning. We could have done, to be fair. We could have got some yanks involved. We could have done, but I just looked tired. I mean, we both look tired, buddy. We've yeah. both been walking, walking, working well, all day. Technically, we have both been we walking all day. We have both been walking as well, yeah. I'll concede. Um, 
But if you think you know the answer, pop it on social media, pop it on Facebook, email us the answer. Or we are going to put these riddles, we are yes. going to start putting um, in individual videos yes. our riddles out on TikTok. So again, if you'd like to answer it on there, yeah. if you'd like to do it on there as well, pop an answer in the comments. And we will potentially shout you out if you've got the answer right and potentially even shout you out if you've got the answer amusingly wrong for yes. us. Like your crematorium one. That was a great it, answer. It made sense in it my did. head. It made funny thing is it made sense. The only thing I couldn't understand was a diamond plate bit, but I mean from to my mind you have to have something that's very hard and won't melt easily to put the body on. <laughs> True. But you put it and in an actual oven that would melt. Diamonds? Yeah. Diamonds wouldn't melt in an oven. Yeah they would. I think wouldn't yeah, they would. Diamonds are formed under volcanic pressure and massive amounts of heat. Yeah. Okay, see? You can tell which one of us is smart. Yeah, so the melting point of a diamond, yeah. 4,000 degrees centigrade. Yeah, mate. Yeah, definitely doing a crematorium. That's basically the sun, mate. If you set that in a crematorium, the entire crematorium would be on fire. True. Plus, yeah. the steel would melt. Yeah. Okay, so maybe a diamond, you put them on a diamond plate, that's for the posh people. Look, it made sense in my head. Maybe would you put them in a diamond urn? Hmm? Or they collect the ashes on a diamond plate. <laughs> I don't think you're meant to eat them afterwards, but you never know. No, you might snort them. Yeah, sorry. Nothing to do lines of your dog ones. You did, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. But everyone looked at you like, well, you can't say that. And I was <laughs> myself. I was like, what? I was like... I definitely can. I was like, it's, it's, that's pants, mate. Yeah. There is no lines of me. There is no boundaries. Anyway. Anyway. As I was also saying to you, Callum, I've been reading about someone vaguely interesting that I'd like to share with you. What, what's their name, sir? Or yeah, he, he, so well, he had name, a name. Sir. He's well dead by now. Yes. Uh, Gottfried von Berlinschen. He's, no, Berlinschengen. Is he German or Dutch? Um, he was. He was well. He was born in Baden-Württemberg. Okay. Modern day. Yeah. He was a, it was a Holy Roman Empire at the time. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is this is fifteen hundreds. It was in Ger- it w- what is now Germany, but was not Germany yeah. at the time. Also known as Goetz, probably. Goetz, yeah. Goetz of the Iron Hand. Oh. Now... That was a clan, wasn't it? No. He was... He, he, lived, he lived a long life, to be fair. Was in lots of feuds and wars and attacked lots of people. In his own autobiography, he estimates he fought 15 feuds in his own name. This is just basically picking fights with people with armies because you can. And in one particular one, got an iron hand because he almost affected during the siege of the city of Landshut or Landshut. Uh, his hand was basically shot off by a cannon. Cool, that's a flex. That is a hell of a flex. They were fighting for the Duke of Bavaria, and yeah, a cannon for- fire forced his sword against his own against his own hand. So basically, his hand was shot off by a cannon. And he replaced it with, um, initially a sort of a vaguely crap one, but secondly one that was allegedly able to hold a shield, reins of a horse, or a quill. <laughs> we're talking in the 1500s, mate. Yeah, that's an expensive hand. A hand made of, yeah, the, I mean, we're talking a rich dude. Yeah. They're currently on display it's somewhere in Germany, I think. And, yeah, continued to fight people a lot. Got himself locked up several times, and his mates basically bailed him out several <laughs> times. So he'd go and fight people again. All the mean, all the more, all the while with this, um, with this iron hand, which, which was good enough to write poetry with, 
and write his own autobiography. Leads rebels against the Holy Roman Empire, loses, is locked up again, <laughs> is bailed out again, <laughs> is then, yeah, liberated, forced to swear an oath never to, never to leave, his, leave his castle that he's bought with all his money from feuding. He's <laughs> bought his own frigging castle. Of course he is. Fought against the Ottoman Empire, as you do. Lived out the rest of his age, writing and sort of, you know, doing various things in peace. Left behind three daughters and seven sons. But the thing that particularly entertains me, this man who's, you know, basically a noble by those standards, owned his own castle, prosecuted various wars, wrote poetry, is credited with the first usage in writing. Yeah. uh, For the expression, which is is a translation, but I'll give you the uh, German first. Er kann mich am Arsch lecken. He can lick my ass. <laughs> First usage of that phrase recorded. That's quite funny. That's yes. a flex as well. I'm trying to think. My hand was blown off by a cannon and he can lick his own ass. No, no, no. It was uh, someone else. Someone else was asking him to surrender. In fact, I can tell you who was asking him to surrender. It was. Yeah, he was. When he was leading a an army against the Swabian League, he lost, I think. Um, yeah, he reportedly said to the Swabian general, he can lick my And it, that eventually, yeah, it's it's just of all the things to be remembered for, having a metal hand and telling someone else to lick. Your <laughs> well, well, I ain't got a metal hand, but well, if anyone else out there would like to lick Callum's, <laughs> please feel free to message him. I'm not getting involved in that. We can make some OnlyFans content, guys. We can all benefit. And I feel ill. Anyway. Moving swiftly on, because before I get completely bogged down in that horrific mental image. Have some water, sir. You won't feel ill. <laughs> Sit further away and then I might not feel ill. I can't. Um, it's, a sh- it's a short couch. It is a short sofa. It's a small couch. We have some what's going on that have been sent in to us, Callum. So we do have some what's going ons. Should we go on to them? I think we should, sir. Now, I don't know if you know this. I know this. You have a what's going on that's been sent in to us. I Indeed. also have a what's going on that's been sent into us. Ooh. Who would you like to start, sir? I'll start. Okay. Okay, so this one was sent in again by Charlotte. Charlotte, again, thank you we, so much, Charlotte. We need to get you a special badge we, or I'm something. Saying we need a VIP badge of some sort. Or, or top, a mug. Top contributor. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll get you an Espresso Bay mug sent in the post. <laughs> yeah, as soon as we make one. Exactly. So you ready, sir? I'm very ready. Bear breaks into house... And plays the piano, but not very well. <laughs> I love the fact they felt the need to clarify that the bear did not play the piano well. Exactly. Uh, should I go into the story? I think you'd better go into the story, so I need to hear about this piano playing After bear. After reviewing security camera footage in the living room, it, it revealed a bear took in the views, loped around the coffee table, and briefly stood on his hind legs to play the piano. The animal was less adept with the human design apparatus. The music was not very good. <laughs> and they've even gone on to say this was no Beethoven. Oh, no. And it's Claire de Lune was more Bear de Lune. <laughs> I like that one. One a tonal chord. Oh, bless it. What kind of bear? Um, unbearable and grisly. Oh, no, I was having these. I think that was the music. <laughs> yeah. It was a black bear, yes. It was a black bear. Which I think are less... Less unpleasant than grizzlies at the very least. They're quite small bears, aren't they? Yeah, they're just hungry. I'd like to point out that it says something slightly weird about my head that everyone else seems to be amazed by the bear. My my response is, 
what kind of bear? <laughs> we actually had to do a little bit of hunting to find out what kind of bear that was. But that is fantastic. That is. It does go on to say the bear had opened my refrigerator and freezer drawers. Your refrigerator. I was just obviously paraphrasing. So. <laughs> It had emptied a gallon bag of my frozen strawberries and bananas that I used for making smoothies, leaving only remainders. It kind of slimed all over the carpet Aww. and in the hall. It overturned a box of flour, it drank a bottle of pancake syrup, <laughs> and downed a Costco-sized sack of chocolate bark. Oh. But it did delicately use its padded paws to access the peanut butter. <laughs> that clever beast is. So it opened the jar. Yeah, it's, he twisted the lid and opened it himself. Bless it. That's quite sweet. I mean, it's probably not very nice for the woman who's had her, her house bared. Mm. Apparently the bear had left by the time she got back and it wasn't until she'd called the police and they'd obviously done an investigation and got her to check the cameras that she realised a bear she thought she was being robbed. That would be unbearable. Being robbed. <laughs> Can't bear to feel the consequences. <laughs> She's just got to go in and bear it. <laughs> bear pants. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... I think we're getting... I would happily do bear puns all day. I think I've run out, sir. But because I think everyone else would get rather bored of them, we'd better move on to my one. <laughs> because they would. <laughs> um, so this one was sent in by Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn, indeed. It's from a couple of years ago. But it presumably popped up and she sent it to us and it's... Very much in line. You may recall I had a news post warning people not to uh, insert ice lollies oh, into least. their vaginas. Yes. Uh, I think that was about four or five episodes ago. That was it. This is on the whalesonline.co.uk. <laughs> I can't say what's about to say. It's nothing to do with sheep. <laughs> Excellent. Doctors warning people not to insert frozen potatoes in latest home remedies. Yeah, this isn't to keep cool. This is a home remedy for, wait for it, hemorrhoids. Or rubbing a potato around your hemorrhoids. Um, a number of online websites suggest a frozen fry sized, a frozen French fry sized piece of potato inserted internally for 30 seconds is just the ticket for, oh, not hemorrhoids, piles. What's for pile sufferers. Well, hemorrhoids is a bit. <laughs> because the raw, raw potato is slightly acidic, it can apparently relieve pain and itching. While its frozen state constricts blood vessels in the sensitive zone. Don't care what it says, I'm not shoving the French fry up my bum. Well, here we go, I've got inst alleged instructions. Quote, unquote, here's what you need to do. Peel a raw potato and cut into thin slices, like you do for French fries. Claims one article. <laughs> Put the slices into the freezer and wait until they're frozen. Insert the frozen potato slice in your anus and leave it inside for 30 seconds. Repeat the process for three to five days. The next three to five days, leave the slice inside for 30 seconds more each time. Again, disclaimer, if you have piles, see a doctor. Do not start shoving potatoes up your bum. Same by the last day, you have you, two and a half minutes, you have a chip up your bum. Yeah. Man, you've got pears. <laughs> no, I think they're suggesting a little bit longer every... Um... No, yeah, 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 you're absolutely right. Oh, no, no, no. So they're saying do it for three to five days. Okay. And then the next three to five days, do it for 30 seconds longer. Ah, okay. So a minute. Double that time frame. Once what, you got used to, but cauldron produce. Oh, it is hemorrhoids. Cauldron? It is hemorrhoids. Not the same thing. Hemorrhoids in piles. Yeah. And the and I should also point out the reason these these kinds of wacky home remedies are getting any kind of traction 
is because people are usually too embarrassed to go and see the doctor to, to actually get it sorted out. Yeah. I get that things like piles are a bit, you know, a bit, bit yeah, grim. You don't on. really want to yeah. go in and talk to the doctor about your bum. But these are medical professionals. They don't care about the state of your bum. They really don't. You might do. They no. smell a stinky one, do they? No, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like if you've got anything wrong with any other part, intimate part of your body. They don't care. They just want to make you better. Sure. They're not going to go, oh, it's a bit funny looking. I better go out and tell my friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably do. They do They've got a medical, they've got a Hippocratic Oath, mate. Oh, they do, don't they? They're yeah. literally legally obliged to keep your, your stuff secret. Um, yeah, it's uh, data protection. Hmm. So even if they mentioned that it had happened to a person, it would be in no way identifiable to you unless you went around sharing the information anyway. And I doubt you're going to do it if you've got an actual medical problem. So for Christ's sakes, if you've got a medical issue, don't try inserting potatoes in any portion of your anatomy apart from your mouth and just go see a doctor. Anyway, yes, sir. I think you found a news story of your own as well, sir. I think I have. And I am going along the bear theme. Oh, we like bears. Again. So before I say this news title... I'm going to tell you to guess where this person's from. Okay. So where do you think this person's from, Lee? If it's a news story and you're asking me, yeah, it's going to be Florida. It's Florida. Well, what do you think the first two words are? Florida man. Yes. Yes, we love a Florida man. Florida man finds bear rummaging through garage refrigerator. <laughs> of course, it's a Florida man. A Florida man captured video when he discovered a black bear yeah, helping it's a black bear again. helping itself to a snack. From a refrigerator in the garage. He said a neighbour made him aware of a disturbance in his garage and he went to discover the bear rummaging through his refrigerator. <laughs> he says uh, a cocky line like going through my fridge I see are you? The bear apparently startled by his presence runs away leaving trail of snacks in the driveway. Oh bless it. I think black bears are quite um, shy and retiring though aren't they? They are yeah. They're, they're hungry. Of course they're hungry. And they'll do anything to get food. But when confronted, they're very passive. Yeah. Very passive, yeah. But apparently he got in his car, tried following the bear, and he'd lost it into the woods. What's he going to fuck? What's he going to do to it? Ask it to give them back? It's eaten them. I don't know, mate. Bless it. Well. Well, that was basically my news story. A bit short. Short and sweet. Yeah, short and sweet. You can't encourage animals to come into areas with humans, of course. But I understand bears being hungry and seeing an opportunity, I suppose. Yeah. Bless them, I like bears. They want to take advantage. Well, the problem is, animals getting too comfortable with humans is how you get animals like bears shot. Because mm. animals that get too comfortable... I mean, you've seen, like, they're not bears. They're like swans and ducks and things down at the lake. Yeah. Who now just run up to you because they expect you to feed them. Yeah. Swans <laughs> and ducks and stuff, fine. They're not actually... Th- I don't care what they say about swans being able to break people's arms. It's a myth. It is. Swans have got hollow bones so they can fly. They break you- themselves before they broke you. But even then, swans, I mean, no. there's a video on TikTok of me being sort of slightly harassed by a swan. I think it bit me on the trouser leg at one point. <laughs> now imagine that's a bear. <laughs> he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't nipping you on the leg, he's taking your leg off. No, this is why we can't let animals get too comfortable with humans, bless them. So if you do see a bear, either scare it off or run away. Indeed. Definitely don't try and be friends with the poor thing, otherwise you'll get the poor beastie shot. Anyway, I have a story for you as well, sir. This one I found myself. Excellent. Glad to hear it. And this is recent. Oh. Yeah, this has been within, this is about two weeks ago. But yeah, no, it's not, it's not, it's not like last week's fun fact about the man who'd never seen a woman. Nice. It's actually up to date. 
Excellent. Boris Johnson's Blackpool Madame Tussauds waxwork appears outside Job Centre. <laughs> it's always had a waxwork. Well, you know, but you're familiar with Madame Tussauds. Yeah, they have like celebrity figures. They have waxworks of famous yeah. people, relevant people. And, yes, um, the Madame Tussauds in Blackpool decided it would be funny um, after Mr Johnson was handed in his resignation, yeah. or told him he was right, before he um, sent out his resignation statement. Uh, staff at the World Around Waxworks and Wax Museum relocated the lifelike figure of Boris Johnson, complete with his trademark mop and grin, that's a quote-unquote, in front of the town centre building of the job centre. <laughs> that's great. That, that's quite funny. Yes, um, a lot of people have taken a lot of time to take photos of it. And Madame Two Swords in London updated its 10 Downing Street display with a sign saying vacancy. Obviously, there's not too much more to say about it because people are then going into it. The rest of the news article just goes into political schmer, which I'm going to be Other honest, I'm not, that we're not interested. Well, I'm not really interested in talking politics. It's and even it's late as well. So. Well, even by the standards of things we say, it's too. It's a bit too divisive. Yeah. Because everyone has opinions. They're kind of all valid. As long as you're not infringing on people's rights, I'm not yeah. really bothered who you vote. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather not get into that. Nah, stay clear. No, I'm more than happy to. I'm more than happy to speak out against things like America's overturning of Roe versus Wade. And Christ, if knows if um, they try to take steps like that in the UK, I'll be speaking out against that as well. Yeah, totally. But apart from extreme things, I'm not prepared to discuss politics. It's too divisive. It's too polarizing. So I think that brings us to the end of what's going on. I believe it does, sir. On to the next chapter. But before we go into our answers to the riddles, we thought we might talk a little bit about our weekend, which has been interesting, shall we say. It has been interesting. There's been some dumb questions, some funny mistakes, and we just thought we'd maybe share a couple of you guys, and hopefully you can join us in the laugh. Yes, we've got two colleagues we're going to be talking about. We'll call them colleague A and colleague B for the sake of maintaining their anonymity. Yes. In my experience, stupid shows itself enough anyway. We do, they, they don't need our help. Yep, indeed, sir. So would you like to start on yours or me first? Uh, no, I think you'd better start on yours. Okay, well, um, I get it with all like these new eating trends and what people are and what there's, people aren't. There's always that. There's always something to keep what up What is with. what people don't know. So when I get asked, what's the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian? More than happy to I answer. thought, you know what? Yeah, okay. Basically, vegans, anyone that doesn't associate anything with animal products, yep. anything, any byproduct of animals, and they're strict vegans don't even have, like, wear clothing in that. With yep. that. And she goes, okay, and a vegetarian is someone who just doesn't eat meat or fish. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, if you've never been brought up a vegan and haven't spent a lot of time around vegans or veggies, it's understandable why you might not know. Yeah. And then they were told, well... What's gluten-free then? What's the difference between a vegan and gluten-free? <laughs> and literally, there's a guy on TikTok who oh, does their word. videos when someone asks like a stupid question. He's like, oh my God, my brain just committed suicide. I just yes. melted and I was like... What's the difference between uh, vegan and gluten-free? I was like, well, gluten-free is in the title. They can't have gluten. <laughs> but what's that? I was like... Well, wheat. Like, well, wheat. Pretty much. I was just like, oh. It's them, them animal wheats. I was like, it's the same as a celiac. What's that? Gluten-free and celiac is the same thing. Just <laughs> two different names. But yeah, is, that, yeah, that was, I just, that made me wet myself. Every time they came in, I was like, oh my God, what stupid question are they going to ask now? Yeah, we've had some, we've had some interesting ones. I was going to go into a story about 
a different colleague's um, waiting, which was just, it's not that funny, it's just shockingly bad, in that they were unable to take the same, one table's order to the same table. Yeah. But it's actually, you've actually reminded me instead, which I think is slightly funnier, of a colleague we used to work with, who we'll call Colleague B. Colleague B. A couple of years back, our boss offered us the opportunity to try the lobster, because he wanted us to know what we were eating, what we were selling. Yeah. So on and so forth. I think I've had lobster before, but I had it anyway because I like it. It's like big prawn, to be honest. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I like prawns, so I'm okay with prawn. that. It's a, yeah, it's an overpriced prawn with with pincers. Yeah. But you know what? I like prawns, so I was more than happy to eat some. Yeah. And I went out to this particular colleague um, and said, "We've all there's some lobster for us all to try. Uh, would you like to come in and have some? Have a go?" She was just out on a break, and her response to me was, uh, "No, I don't eat fish." Now. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a little bit pernickety about language. So I'd, I'd not even had the chance to um, reopen my mouth before she sort of rolled her eyes a little bit and said, and I quote, Before you say anything, I know they're not fish, they're Caucasians. <laughs> I think you mean crustaceans. She though. definitely meant crustaceans, but no, no, they're not fish, they're Caucasians. Well, technically, it's, it's not a fish, but it's still seafood. Yes, it's not a fish, though. I mean, no, I'll, I'll give yeah. her that. It's not a fish, but it's also definitely not a Caucasian. No, nope, I'm a Caucasian. <laughs> you are, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. I mean, we, we may we may throw out some more stories from time to time, but there's always yes. a good one knocking around. Yeah, Not loads, but I think that would be quite a funny segment. I think that'll do for today, however. Yes. So I think we'd better give our answers to our riddles. I think we should. Would you like me to remind you of mine? Yes, okay. please, sir. As I was going to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. Yeah. Each wife had seven children. Yeah. Each child, seven cats. Each cat, seven kittens. How many people, Mr. Callum, were going to St. Ives? You see, to start with, you start, I started adding it all up. And then I'm just going to have to... I'm going to go with a simple answer, one. Because it says, I went to St. Ives. Okay, that's what Callum thinks. What do you think? Let us know, and we'll let you know next week. I take you by night, by day, take you back. None suffer to have me, but they do for my lack. What am I? I'm going with sleep. Okay, find out next week if he's right, guys. And if you do have any of your own answers you wish to tell us, do pop them on our social medias. Anyway, I think we'd better go into how to contact us, Mr Callum. I think we should, sir. So... If you have the opportunity, please do join our Facebook group. All you need to do is pop Expresso Babe into the search engine and we will show up. Don't forget, Expresso is E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. You can reach us on Instagram, which is Expresso underscore Babe underscore. It is indeed. You can catch us on TikTok, (laughs) on which we are also relatively active. Most of the competitions we have will either be on Facebook or on TikTok or both, which is Expresso Babe the podcast. We are indeed. We are also on email. So if that is your thing, then we are expresso.babe at yahoo.com. And last, I'm not going to say by no means least, and last, we are also on Twitter, which is expresso underscore babe. So all that remains is for me to say thank you very much, Mr. Callum. Thank you very much, sir. It's always a pleasure. It's never a chore. And we'll see you next week, folks. See you next time. Bye. Bye.